Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and I feel like, once again, I always say this whenever I have a guest on, but I'm excited for today's guest. All right, so I don't know if any of my listeners, if you go to college or not, maybe you're a commuter, maybe you moved halfway across the country, I don't know. I don't know whatever your case is, but something I think is kind of strange about the way that American schools do college is like, they'll just give you a random roommate and they'll give you like a shoebox size of a room and be like, okay, you now have to exist next to this person, like you gotta sleep literally like four feet across from some random person and you're just like okay like that's just how it is right and so for today's episode I'm so excited because I have my freshman year college roommate on and this is someone who you just feel like you can tell her anything like she'll she doesn't have any like ounce of judgment in her I mean unless that person did you dirty you know what I mean like she's so supportive and she really feels like not to sound corny but like almost like a sister because I've been living with her for like the whole year and we also bond over our love for cats okay I'll stop rambling but without further ado my roommate Lily hi oh my gosh that was so nice oh <laughs> thank you Okay, and so for the content of today's video, we are nearing the end of our freshman year at Fordham University, and so I thought we'd kind of do a recap about the semester, our first year in college, all that type of jazz. So we'll be covering like how we feel about our first year, we will give some... I guess advice, kind of recapping things we wish we knew before going to college, maybe some little tips and tricks, and lastly, we'll be going over roommate things, and who knows what else in this. So, okay, let's just get started. So, my first, I guess, question to you, this is going to be, like I said, kind of like an interview. Um, What emotions come to mind when you look back on our first year of college? I don't know if it's like an emotion, but like growth. It's that's not an emotion, but just yeah, like looking back at like how I've changed. I've changed so much, really, as a person. I really have. Like I just remember first semester, like life didn't feel real. Like I'd wake <laughs> up every day and like nothing about my life felt real because it changed so drastically. Yeah, in like a day. Okay, so give like our listeners a little like. I guess a little background info on okay. your life. I don't know, just recap it so you yeah. can, so we, they really understand the transformation that you went through. Okay, so I grew up in Central California, um, so it's like a farm town, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I live next to, like, a field, basically. I My dad's like, a farmer. Really? Like, <laughs> it was, like, cowboy boots, cowboy hats at football games. Very rural t- kind of town. Okay. And it definitely was not city-like. Like, Fordham University, it's New York City. Mm-hmm. Very big change, and it's also across the country mm-hmm. from where I grew yeah. up. So, I spent my whole life there. I went to a K-9, through like, middle really? school, elementary school, where I knew everyone, like, the was whole time. Was it a small school? Very small. My eighth grade class had 16 kids in it. 16. 16. <laughs> so I was like 14 years old and I had been with the same people I knew my whole life. Okay. And then I went to like the biggest high school in town and I knew no one. So that was like an adjustment. But the thing is like I was still at home. Like I still had my mm-hmm. parents. 
I yeah. still had my support system. And so high school was great. I loved high school. And then how I came big, here. But how many people were in your high school? Um, my freshman class started out with about 700 kids, and it, Ooh, it dwindled down to, like, 500. But there was about, like, 2,300 at the whole school, I would say. Which okay. is a big, big change from my I was going to say, little... if you went 16 to 700... Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was that was crazy, but it's just... It's kind of like, you know, such a big transition, because everyone went from, like, 8th grade out mm-hmm. of school, everyone went to, and then it was, like, a mm. feeder school into the high school. Yeah, and I mean, something else, too, did you, as a kid, always know that, like, you were gonna go to the high school you went to? Yeah, I knew what to expect, and my sisters yeah. had done it. Okay. They they went to the same middle school I did. I knew it mm. was, like, possible. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's a change that no one really talks about once you get past high school, is a lot of the times our lives are kind of laid out on a, like, a silver platter, they're like, okay, you're gonna go to this elementary school, this middle school, yeah. and you go to this high school, and then after that, like, it's up to you, because, yeah. like, there's one high school I can go to, it's based on where I live, it's, like, it's not a decision for me to make, mm-hmm. and then you're applying to colleges, and you're, like, a senior in college, in high school, yeah, and you're, like, have all these college options, and you just, you have to narrow down even, like, where to apply, and so then, how did you go from, like, small, little California town to Fordham? Um, so I, I don't know, like, I always worried about college, like, I feel like most high schoolers mm-hmm. do. Like, where yeah. am I going to go? What do I want to major in? What do I want to be in my future? Like, future's yeah. like... it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. Yeah. And so I remember sophomore year, I was like, oh my gosh, like... Moving to New York would be so cool. Like, I don't know why I thought that. I think I was watching Gossip Girl at the time. Oh, oh that makes sense. Yeah, so I looked up, like, um, like colleges in New York. And, mm-hmm. like, NYU came up, of course, that I knew I wouldn't be able to get in there. Like, that's, like, also not really my vibe. Yeah. I wanted a yeah. college campus. Mm-hmm. And so then there were all, like, the, the SUNY colleges that I was like, oh, like, if I'm gonna go to SUNY, might as well just like stay in California. Yeah, and that then makes sense. so I saw Fordham, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like they have a nice little campus up in the Bronx. Like mm-hmm. it's like green. It's cute. So that was sophomore year, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Of high school, you- yeah. Wow, so, you are put together. No, so like I forgot about Fordham like immediately after that. Really? And then I got an email one day when I was like choosing colleges to apply, and they were like, hi, we have a fee waiver from you for Fordham University. Really? I was like, oh my gosh, I remember that college. Like, I looked it up one time, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I applied just because, just purely because there was a fee waiver. That's so funny because, you know, um, I don't know if you knew this, like, I had a podcast episode with Ariadna, who is Lily, like, Lily me, like, our neighbor, and she said she only applied to Fordham for the same reason. Yeah, and she's because from of the California, right? Yeah. Well, she's from the Bay Area, but yeah, yeah, that's in California. Yeah. Um, and she only applied too because there was a fee waiver. Yeah. I was like, might as well. What's the harm? Like, it's another college I could possibly get into and possibly go to. It wasn't on my radar. It was the only college I applied to that was out of state. Really? Or the yeah. rest? Where else did you apply? I think actually? I applied to Oregon actually, also, but that's like basically like not even that far. Oh wait, tell our listeners uh, what's your major? Oh, I'm a psychology major. Okay, Slay. Yeah. All right, what made you want to do psychology? Um, 
sorry. I'm kind of going off the script it's here. I swear. We'll get back on track so, in a minute. But... No, but it's such a funny story. Okay. Why? I know Shane Dawson is canceled, whatever, but back sophomore, junior year, whatever, I was watching his little, <laughs> um, like, documentary on Jake Paul. I did No! And they were, like, talking about sociopaths, and he interviewed, like, a therapist. Really? Yeah. Shane Dawson did. Shane Dawson did. Okay. And then, like, asked who a sociopath was. And I remember being so intrigued by, like, the idea of a sociopath. Really? Just, like, if for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically a person who acts normal, is a member of society, but feels no emotions at all. Nothing. They can't feel friendship. They can't feel love. They can't feel happiness. Can they feel fear, sadness? No. Nothing. Nothing. They they can't be sad. So they're low-key a robot. They're low-key a robot, but the thing is, they have, like, social cues so they can fit in well. And also the thing is, one in every 25 people is a sociopath. And also the other thing, which makes complete sense, is they're mostly men. Ah! So, ah! yeah. That always really interested Run! me. Run! Oh, yeah. So that always interested okay, me. Okay, why are they men? I don't know. But it's just, it's more common. And I think it's funny that you were, like... I discovered what I wanted to do with my life, well, at least right now at 19, through a YouTube video. Yeah. Okay, so getting to our second question, what would you have done differently, or what are some things that you wish you knew before coming to college? And I guess these are kind of like lessons that you kind of had to learn the hard way, you know, like things like that, just like Mm -hmm. things you wish you knew did differently. Um, I would say don't be afraid to do things by yourself. Oh. I kind of struggled with that a lot. I think it's important, like, where we are, don't go off campus alone, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Yeah. And unless it's, so, like, for reference, like, Fordham is in the Bronx, and this is nothing against the Bronx. This could be Anywhere, any place. Any big city, honestly. Especially as, like, a young woman. Yes. So, yeah, you can't... Like, just our surrounding area, like, you can't really walk around alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm... Yeah. Even, like, going to Manhattan alone. Like, that's not a good idea. I mean, you could do it. Just, like, not... I, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. But, but back to the thing. You said... Not not, not being afraid. Like, it's okay to eat dinner alone. Mm. It's okay to go to the library alone. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, like, go sit out on the lawn by yourself and read a book. Mm-hmm. Like, I learned... It took me a really long time to learn that it's okay to, like, make time for yourself... And, mm-hmm. like, it's really important that you do that. And would you say that, like, around college campus environments, especially just because, at least where we are, and I feel like hopefully a lot of, like, people can relate to this, is we live in a environment where you're just surrounded by your peers 24-7. Like, if you wanted to hang out with someone, all you gotta do is walk down the hall and knock on their door. So do you think that's why people don't do things alone more often? Yeah, or? definitely. And I think it's just... You kind of see someone sitting alone in the calf, and you're like, oh, I feel bad for them. Like, why are they alone? But then I remember, like, sometimes I want to go to the calf alone, and I just don't because I'm worried people are going to be like, oh, I feel bad for them. But, mm-hmm. like, it's okay. No one's really, no one cares, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I always, like, look at people, and I'm like, I wish I could go sit alone and do that. Yeah. Like, I wish I was that brave. Not brave, but, like, yeah, I wish it didn't freak me out so much. And so then I started doing it, and it's, like, a little bit out of my comfort zone, because I'm always concerned about people looking at me. hmm But 
it's really nice. And I, I've gone to the point where I can do it, like, without even thinking about it. So mm-hmm. I think that's a really important step I took. That sounds just like general maturity. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, enjoying, like, little things like grocery shopping, like... Or just enjoying being by yourself. Yeah, definitely. And also, to your point about people that walk into the calf or something and be like, oh, like, they're sitting alone, I feel so bad for them. I almost think that's a projection yes. of your own insecurities. I definitely think that if you're thinking that, then it's because you wish you could do it. Yeah. It, it's because you wish, like, you didn't have to always have someone with mm-hmm. you. Which, that, that's who I was for a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad, like, they're alone. But it was really just because, like, I was always concerned about me being alone. And I almost think that the idea that, like, you can't eat a meal alone, especially in college, is just instilled from us from, like, childhood and high school. Yeah. You know, I don't know what your high school lunch situation was like, but at my high school, uh, I had about a thousand kids per grade, a little bit more, mm-hmm. and so the lunch rooms were always packed. Like, if I wanted to sit alone... I'm sure I could do it, but there'd still be other people at the table. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think someone, like, if you came by, you could tell I'm not friends with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm still with other people, so maybe that's why, like, people yeah. think. High school, it's just, it's like a brutal place. If you're alone, people think it's for a reason. Yeah. And it's just, it's probably not, but, like, people are just mean in high school, and then it kind of carries over to college until you kind of, like, step out of your high school phase a little bit and realize, like... Mm-hmm. You're independent now. You can do things by yourself. Mm-hmm. I've always said that here at Fordham, there are two type of people on campus. Two. The people that treat college as mini-adulting, and then people that treat college as high school part two. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's all that needs to yeah. be said. And honestly, Fordham's <laughs> so small that it's really easy for people to treat it like high school. So, any, do you have another thing that, like, you wish you knew? Maybe it could be about Fordham specifically, or just... Or something you've done um, differently? Porter specifically, maybe, like, prepare better for the warm, for the cold weather. <laughs> um, That's more practical. Yeah. So, I never, like, had to wear a coat my whole life, basically. Like, maybe a jacket. Really? But I've never had to wear a winter coat, except if I go up to the mountains where there's snow. Yeah. But even then, like, it was, like, for three days, and I knew what to expect. I didn't, like prepare super well for the like the thought of always wearing a winter coat for like months on end I remember you being like I don't know what we were doing but I came into the room one day and I remember you were just you weren't like angry but you were kind of like tossing clothes around and I just remember you being like ah I hate having to wear a coat it's so annoying (laughs) I really because a lot of my this sounds stupid but a lot of my long sleeve shirts that I bought at home were not bulky, but, like, Mm -hmm. they were, like, enough to keep me warm in the, like, 50-degree weather. The the way you're, like, like, 50 is cold. That was cold. So, like, my my shirts, like, when I wore my big coat with them, they just, like, it'd be thick and, like, hot, and it just, ugh. Yeah, you're adjusting to the seasonal lifestyle. Yeah. I think, I think I've gotten the hang of it. I actually... These parents came up to me today, and they were asking, like, how I liked Fordham and stuff. Wait, random people touring campus yeah. today? Yeah. Okay. And they came up to me, and they were like, what's one thing, like, you don't like? Like, they asked what I liked about it, and they are like, is there anything you don't like? Whoa. Yeah. So they basically interviewed you before were, I'm interviewing they you. They were interrogating me. 
and um I was like yeah I'm from California basically it's just like the weather mm-hmm. and the food maybe the food <laughs> not Eek. the food mm. not the food Okay, so kind of transitioning a little bit into the roommate section of this episode. Mm-hmm. What made you go random roommate? My sisters both went random, and they said it works out well because you're not, like, pressured to be best friends mm-hmm. with your roommate. Like, you choose them, and you want to be best friends with them, but then if it doesn't work out, it's, like, sad, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, And also, like, I, my mom did say that a lot of people on Fordham said that the, like, the form you fill out, they match you pretty well with roommates. Okay. And so... I I just, you can't see this because it's a podcast. I just made, like, a questionable face. I was like, mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it worked out well with us. But, yeah, I agree with your point, though, that if... The, I don't have older siblings. I am the oldest. But I heard from, like, my upperclassmen friends in high school that they said the same reasons as your sister. Mm-hmm. Like, go random, because then there's no expectation to, like, be their best friend. Yeah. And you can easily set boundaries and yeah. all that jazz. I mean, something that I really like is Lily and I have hit a point where, before bed, we do reading time. Yeah. We do reading and journaling time. Yeah. We designate, like, a good amount of time. Yes. Just to, like, re- like Unwind. Unwind, yeah. yeah. mm Every night, which is good. I really like that. I think, too, I've been really trying to read more, and I think a lot of people's opinions on reading is, oh, like, I'd love to read, but either A, I don't have time, or B, like, I'm not interested in my book, you know, but mainly people just don't have time or don't Mm -hmm. make time, and I think when, if you, like, have your light on at night, and you're either journaling or reading or doing whatever lilies do, it, like, makes me be like, oh, I should read, too. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, like, an accountability person in a way. I just, I used to read so much in high school that, like, just, like, 30 minutes of reading is, Mm -hmm. like, such a good thing for me, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. My next question to you was, what was your first impression of me? And versus, like, how you view me now? Like, what instance should I use? Should Should I use, like, our FaceTime call or, like, when I first met you? I guess maybe when you first met me, because we did talk online just briefly. We did talk briefly. I thought you were really nice. Aw, that's good. I think we were both were like, oh my gosh, we were both wearing purple shirts. Ah, that's right! And that's what made us like, oh my gosh, we have purple shirts. And then I thought you were really nice. I thought we were going to get along really well, because we were like talked about like what we were going to do later that night and like Mm -hmm. just like fun stuff and... Yes, we're also both cat people. There's yeah. a special bond between people that like cats. Very special. <laughs> we just understand each other. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I just, I thought you were really nice. I was like, this is going to be good. Like, I felt, felt good about, like, Fordham mm-hmm. when I met you. Honestly, I would say my first impression of you was pretty much the same. Yeah. Oh, my God, wait. Can we, oh, my God, I love telling this story. Can we tell the gummy story? Oh, my you- God. <laughs> Okay, this was a very dark time in my life. (laughs) Um, This was when... A little bit of background real quick. So, where we live is pretty noisy. I would say we can hear the train go by if people are going out that night, or it's just, like, a loud night on campus. We can hear it. You can hear the girls in the hallway. So, Lily, I remember I was complaining about not being able to sleep, because, like, I could... It was just too noisy. And Lily 
hands me these little wax earbuds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're silicone. I think you can get them at like Walgreens. Yeah. They're and really good. Ha- yeah. So they're like little wax things. And they like, like you can mold them to like your ear shape and like. They're really cool. They're really good. Yeah. They're yeah. great earplugs and like I brought like a pack of them for, <laughs> <laughs> for college and one night I like put them in my ears and then um you go to sleep so this was when right. I was very sleep deprived this was during our converted triple era converted triple area era I was very not happy yeah in, in my I was like really sleep deprived I couldn't sleep in my bed very well yeah, I hadn't slept very well it for... It just... Our room was almost... Didn't you say it felt kind of claustrophobic? Yeah, extremely claustrophobic. Yeah. I just... I didn't... I was not sleeping well. Mm-hmm. So, at, at this point, I had... I got, like, seven <laughs> hours of sleep the whole week. The whole week? The whole week. I wake up in the middle of the night, <laughs> and I'm like... I had just eaten these Welsh gummies, fruit snacks, right before bed, and I woke up, and I was like, I saw my earplug on my little tray that I had attached to my bunk bed, (laughs) and in my deliriousness and delusions, and I had just woken up from, like, a slumber, (laughs) I saw the earplug. Keep in mind, it's, like, maybe the size of a penny, right? it's wax. It was a little smaller than that. Like a I think. dime? A dime? Yeah, maybe? it's like the size of a Welsh fruit gummy. <laughs> and when I woke up, that's what I thought it was. And it was the middle of the night, oh and I was going crazy. <laughs> and I, I took can't it. I stop laughing. And I ate it. <laughs> and went back to sleep. And then I woke up the next morning, coughing. And then I, like, didn't, then I realized what I had done, and I was like, oh my god, and I couldn't, like, yeah. take it out, so I just had to <laughs> swallow it, and then I told Elena, and she thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I, I was, was literally, like, standing there, like a little kid who had thrown up telling Elena what happened, and she was <laughs> laughing, like, ten times harder than I'm she is I'm dying now. right now laughing. I don't know why. I'm literally crying. It was not my favorite experience. <laughs> But if that tells you how bad our triple was, that's how bad our triple was. No, I don't know why, I still don't know why this this story makes me laugh so much. I don't know either. (laughs) I think we did do triple shortly after that. We did. We we went to our RA and we were like... Crying. We were like, girl, we are unwell. Like, this isn't like she touched my purse or like borrowed my miniskirt without asking. Like, these are real issues. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, my last thing to you is, I think we're qualified to talk about this because I'd say we are good roommates. What do you think makes two people good roommates? I think just, like, respect. Mm. Respect each other's boundaries, respect each other's property, respect Mm -hmm. each other's food. Mm -hmm. And just, like, but, like, also, like, being understanding. Like, there's respect, and it's, like, I don't want you to come over and, like, go through my desk or whatever. Yeah. I feel like no one would want that. Also, what is the point of going through someone's yeah, desk? Yeah, like... What are you going to find? Like, there's no... Like, if you were, like, looking for tape and I had told you previously that you can use tape whenever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you were, like, just looking through my desk for some reason, that's kind of crazy. Like, there's boundaries, but also be understanding that... So maybe accommodating yeah. in this sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, that like, makes respect sense. Respect boundaries, but like, mm. allow, befriend, be, be friendly, be nice, be kind, have common sense. Okay, well, that is it for today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed future Elena or Lily listening to this. I hope this brings you back to your freshman year of college. I don't know if you want to go back, but it'll bring you back. I wouldn't want to go back. I'm ready for this year to be over. You're like, I'm ready for sophomore year. Yeah. Okay, as always, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye!